Yeah, guys, check out Hassle Cattle Company. They've got the best damn Wagyu beef in the land. Wagyu beef so good that we have it in the DNVR bar now. Yes, you can get Wagyu beef in the DNVR bar. If you're not in Denver, if you can't stop by, check out Hassle Cattle Company, H-A-S-S-E-L-L, cattlecompany.com. Get Wagyu beef delivered to your door. Uh, They've got everything, New York Strip, beef bacon, Wagyu Franks, jerky flavors, you can use the code DNVR10 for 10% off your order. That's code DNVR10, 10% off your order. Any orders over $200, you will receive free shipping as well. Check them out. Hey, Eric, when was the last time you had a Wagyu, Hassle Cattle Company Wagyu steak? It's been a while, right? Are you muted? Did you mute yourself, Eric? What are we He's doing definitely here? muted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, it's, it's coursing through my veins as we speak. I, I cooked it tonight. What? Um, yeah, that's right. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I made a I made a a ribeye for myself tonight, a Denver steak for Holly. Um, I cooked it up just right, and to be honest, like I haven't really thought about much since. <laughs> <laughs> but prior to that, it had been a long time since you've had any type of wagyu hamburger or anything like that. No, nope, no, right? I, had, I had a wagyu hamburger the night before. Oh my god! I gotta say, I'm I'm uh, I'm pushing. You know, the human body is eighty percent water. I'm I'm a I'm. I think I'm about 75% Wagyu beef at this point. <laughs> Midway through this podcast, Eric's going to get the meat sweats for sure. <laughs> no, He's going to be sweeping out of his pores. No, no, not with that beautiful, marbled majesty of Wagyu beef. It's uh, something about it. I'm just going to get better and stronger as we go on. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome into the DNVR Nuggets podcast, a little off-day edition here. We're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DNVR whenever you sign up. I'm joined, of course, by the Wagyu man himself, D-Line Co. Let's freaking go! <laughs> Do people still call you D-Line Co.? Is that still sort of your default name? Um, If they know me, they call me Eric. I do get D-line quite a bit. It turns out not that many people know me, so. Um. <laughs> so it's mostly D-line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Peloton Prince, is that ca- catching on in your life, your day-to-day, Harrison, or not so much? Uh, no, not so much. <laughs> we live in such a bubble in the DNVR universe. It's just like strictly in that, and then I'm just regular uh regular old harrison wind outside of it unreal <laughs> unreal uh, today's show guys we're gonna do we're gonna talk about the game here in first segment um you know yesterday the lakers games uh, every game guys my perspective like right after is why i like the show is we do the immediate winner's lounge or loser's lounge afterwards and it's like more emotion than it is it, it's like a balance but it's more emotion than than it is a day later than usually a day later. I'll go back and watch the game and it'll be more like, you know, cerebral, like, okay, emotionally removed from it or whatever. And so we're going to talk about that today because with the Lakers, I feel like games are especially emotional. So there are sometimes, especially like, you know, your immediate reaction to them can be a little bit off or heightened or whatever. Um, We're going to break down some, some news coach of the year or coach of the month for Michael Malone. What does that mean? PJ Dozier's injury update. And then later on, we're going to bounce around. I have some, some, some weird, weird things we could bounce around to. Um, But I want to start. First of all, this is kind of a May the 4th. Do you guys remember this? (laughs) I hate that so much. (laughs) Nobody hates it more than I do. And I want to tell you, there's two reasons I hate this. One is I'm an old man, but this wasn't a holiday. When did you first hear May the 4th as a holiday, Eric? Uh, I mean, give me, it's through baseball. It's obviously a, a 
a uh, celebration of corporate values. Um, <laughs> but, so you know, at the same point in time, it's just, you know, it's kind of fun. It's just like an internet thing. It was born of the internet. It lives of the internet. Uh, people like Star Wars. Um, the longer Star Wars has been going on, like the more I find myself not liking it, like the more <laughs> emphasis that has been given to Star Wars. I mean, I, I grew up, you're an old man. I'm an old man. Um, Star you're Wars actually man. came out in the seventies. I don't know if you're aware of this. It's <laughs> not quite a long time ago. So, um, it's weird to me that people like re- focus so heavily on like six movies or however, nine movies. There's been a lot of movies since then. It seems weird to like think about the same movie every day for, <laughs> well, what do I know? I don't know. I, mean, I, I too am an old man, an old meat filled man. <laughs> so I think it is ridiculous just because it's just like popped up, but here's why I really hate it. Back when we were kids, and even like early for me, even after like during college or whatever, Cinco de Mayo, the Mexican holiday. We got oh, that's our holiday. No. It's a big thing. And then slowly over time, it evolved to where like Cinco de Mayo. That's the afterthought. May the Fourth. That's <laughs> yeah. our holiday. Like, I mean, May the Fourth. stole the Mexican holiday from May the Fourth. Like the <laughs> May the Fourth. Price is righted. Cinco de Mayo. What the <laughs> price is righted, you guys? It's so Wait, true. hold price on. Is I right, came right in. It's not the same day, right? I mean, no, but I'm saying, like, so you were like in college, you'd have or, or whatever, you just have the Cinco de Mayo party. It's like, all right, we're gonna have some Coronas, we're gonna, you know, whatever. Cinco, it's de, like, Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, maybe the best holiday to celebrate when you're in college. Oh, it's such maybe a great the holiday. Best holiday in college. St. Patrick's Day, anything that's just like, yeah, unabashedly booze focused. Yeah, it's just like we're gonna drink and eat, you know, a specific <laughs> type of food this day. Um, but yeah, this, and then all of a sudden, everybody kept like, what, oh, party this week, you guys having a Cinco de Mayo party this weekend? No. We're having a May the 4th part. Like, what? What, okay, what are well, we doing quick, here? Quick tangent here. Adam went, did not go to a regular college. Adam went to uh, Colorado College. That's a regular um, college. What do you mean? What is it? I, I'm just saying, at University of Colorado, we did not celebrate May the 4th be with you. Dude. Yeah, no. <laughs> I've, I've never actually been part of like a real celebration. To me, it's like a day where uh, there's like this a commemorative I've never <laughs> heard of a May the 4th party. <laughs> Like this is this is wild. I'm just it saying. A lot of people told me, you know, may the fourth be with me today, and and tomorrow nobody's gonna say Happy Cinco de Mayo. I'm just saying that's probably how it's gonna work out. It's co-opted. It definitely has prices right at Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> um, the other thing I thought was funny, I kind of want to bring up early on, on Reddit today, Anthony Davis had a very like I don't know what it is. The NBA is like going over to Reddit more and more, trying to do some things. And I don't know if you guys tuned in today for Anthony Davis's AMA. Oh, yeah. I, I, I set my I set an alarm. Uh, well, even though this is the first I'm hearing of it, I was. Here's all what's it. funny: is all these social medias have different. Like Facebook has the most, you know, like people just screaming at each other type fans. Like everybody, t- horrible takes, but everybody's yelling. You know, Twitter has more people that are like way in the weeds. Like they're just they're arguing over how a team should use their biannual exception. Right? Reddit, I think, has. It, there's a lot of different types there, but our NBA has a lot of like goofy goofballs, like right. a lot of like just we're just trying to be silly and absurdist. And like if when, the Warriors surrounded Steph Curry with four players who exactly. held hands, how many points could he score? That's exactly. a classic Reddit, classic Reddit all timer. Well, the AMA with Anthony Davis today was absolutely ridiculous. All of the questions were were those types of questions, like just like really dumb ones. And I'm, he was like, you could tell he had somebody sorting through them to try to find the like most coherent ones, and they were like lame as hell. But it was, I don't know, I just thought it was hilarious. Um, Did anyone ask him why uh, a transcendent basketball player was dead set on 
making everyone call him a nickname that pointed out how ugly he is and not, but what a great basketball player he is. The, the brow. <laughs> right, let's point out the fact that you have a disgusting unibrow. <laughs> not that you're a transcendent basketball player. <laughs> Did anyone ask him how Faku Camposo was able to just totally catapult him into Michael Porter Jr. Right into Michael Porter Jr. Well, that brings us back. So now that we've had a day to sleep on, on the game last night, um, you know, Eric, I'll ask you, cause you were extra emotional last night. Every time yeah. the Nuggets suffer a very tough loss, I'm always afraid Eric's just going to quit. Um, well, I always threaten it. So <laughs> you're right. <laughs> um, how am I feeling today? I mean, you know, it's a day, it's a loss. I mean, it, it is um, it is still like one of those measuring stick games where the Lakers were the one team that we couldn't get past last year, and we still just can't. Yeah, we're not totally. quite there. It seems like we're missing that last ingredient, which we had. Um, whatever, like whatever it is, like it's different this year. Like last year, we didn't have. Uh, you know, the defensive prowess to take care of the Lakers. And, you know, we no, kind of man, I, I pushed back last well, year. It was, they didn't have the Jeremy offensive. Grant. No, they didn't have the offensive prowess. I mean, you go back that series, Denver was struggling to score. Well, it true. Was the two man game time and time again. True, true. But that, now like, it seemed like we were missing shooting last night, which is <laughs> something we had game. early on in the season, at least like, yeah. so you know, it seems like there does there still seems to be a deficiency when we're matching up against the Lakers. Although that all that being said, like it really came down to just that disallowed three point shot. It really could have swung in the other direction. <laughs> so like, tr- I mean, truly. So they, there is some solace to be taken in that. Um, but it just like it's it just doesn't sit right when the Lakers beat you uh, be, when you're the Nuggets because you just want to talk your shit and no shit can be talked. So that I don't like that. <laughs> What about you, Harrison? How are you feeling today? Yeah, I feel fine. Like even last night, I was trying to say this is just a loss. It's a loss that is fine for Denver because they're still going to be a top four seed. And I know we'll talk about that later. But I mean, it's just a loss to the best defensive team in the league. And the Nuggets, they have the best offensive player. But around him, uh, there's a lot of like, below average offensive talent. Um, so it, w- it was no surprise to me that the Nuggets struggled to score. But I, I still ha- have pretty positive vibes. I'm still thinking pretty positive because really out of all the teams that the Nuggets can match up with in the playoffs, the Lakers are still the worst matchup because they are so good defensively. And, and, and look, like Denver's going to be really undermanned. I don't know what they're going to do in the playoffs, but I still think they've got some fight and it was just one loss really. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I did the George Carl pod today that live it's up on our YouTube channel. It's also a podcast. You should subscribe to keeping it 1000 with George Carl. And he had an interesting take today that I thought was a hundred percent correct. And that it was the, the Lakers were a lot more urgent. That gave man a lot to the Lakers as evidenced yeah. by, Anthony Davis, you know, pounding his chest and saying, we're back, baby, or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, we're back. Um, which, Matt, Matt Moore, I did this. I just talked to Matt Moore, and he had a great point about it where he said, that's actually, as as the Nuggets, you know, beating the Nuggets was AD's, made AD feel like they're back. Beating the Nuggets without Jamal Murray, Will Barton, and Monte Morris. Like, that's respect, you know. They, if they would have beat the Orlando Magic, he wouldn't be p- pounding his chest saying we're back. But to beat an extremely shorthanded Nuggets team felt like an accomplishment. So yeah. I was like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. But they were more it's, urgent. 
It's true, but like I don't care if the Lakers feel like that. I want the Lakers fan base to feel <laughs> upset and like not feel like they're back. Like I, I get that uh, you know, the, the the respect I mean there's always respect on the court. Like it's just outside in the uh the wilds of the internet where I, you know, <laughs> I dwell. That's where I want that's why I want the respect. You are yeah. you do dwell. It, it was tough life. to see the takes flying on Twitter and whatnot from from Lakers fans oh, last night because God. I didn't just see him. I'm telling you, you gotta unplug. Go. I, I honest to God, like unplug for that. I actually didn't see him either. I just knew they existed. And I was bothered by it. Just <laughs> yeah, like, it's just knowledge. because the Nuggets right now, like the Nuggets right now, are so unrecognizable. <laughs> they're just they're they're so unrecognizable, even from the team they were three weeks ago. I, I mean, they're healthy guards right now. They have four healthy guards: Faku, yeah. uh, Austin Rivers, Shaq Harrison. Marcus Howard, who hasn't played a meaningful minute all year, and two of those guys weren't on this team a month ago. It's 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 wild. Like this is just not the Denver Nuggets, and it's um. I know, but that's it, like, I, I just still can't believe we're here. It's it's. I crazy. know, but that's like that is the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> like that's who we have to go into battle with. That's the part that sucks. Yeah. It's like that is what it is. So that's um. You know, you just want to see how much just any team can be rallied around Jokic and you know, they fought admirably and really they could have won that game, which, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just, you know, just want those depths. That's all. <laughs> um, you know, you know, what's funny though. I think not enough is made of the fact that the nuggets have evolved pretty quickly into a completely different team. I mean, most teams would not be able to have evolved. And this is a testament to me, in my opinion, to both the culture, to the coaching of Michael Malone, but also, and I think most importantly to the malleability of Jokic, it, we've come such a long way to from three years ago. Like, you know, you, you can't, you have to, it's really hard to build around Jokic. There's only one type of team where we actually find out that within the course of one season and really within the course of one month, a team can, a team around Jokic can completely swap out the players and be completely different, but equally as good, if not better, actually, I mean, 13 and three in April. And it's kind of funny. And I think that's the defining trait that I think people outside of Denver probably don't recognize. But this Nuggets team, is what what is the bruce lee quote be water be like like water be Mm -hmm. like water you can form to whatever the shape of your environment the nuggets have done that like oh swap these players out we're a defensive team now okay that's pretty pretty freaking cool it is it is cool it's very cool but you'd still want to beat the goddamn lakers with your water (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's incredible man um it's a huge testament to michael malone also um Mm. who continues to not get enough credit around here but also, like Tim Connolly. When you say around out, here, are you talking about Eric? Yeah, I, I'll start <laughs> to give him a little bit more praise. I, <laughs> around the, the greater city of Denver. Um, but Nuggets Tim Connolly Nation. goes out and signs Shaq Harrison, who's just this bulldog defender, man. Yeah. And like um, Austin Rivers is coming and defended. And yeah, it, it's been crazy. 13 and three, you know, in April. They went nine and one after Jamal Murray went down. I'm, I can't say enough good things. It's it's wild still. Yeah. Um, I one other thing I take away from last night. You know, it's funny. The last two minute report now exists just to annoy fan bases. But you know, two plays came out. The Alex Crusoe travel, which I don't even remember. Do you guys remember the play they're talking about? I went even went back and watched, and I was like, I don't. There's one play where he kind of stumbles. I guess he traveled, but. To me, I'm like, I'm yeah, but Denver got a stop on that play, so I don't think like 
that didn't that affect really it. Affected anything? Yeah. The one that did affect it though was a post up that Jokic had. I think it was his last po- post up, and Mark Gasol kind of just like bodies him and almost knocks him over, and Jokic has to kick it out. And the reason that played not because like oh we got robbed or we got jobbed, but because I do think that that was so perfectly uh, it so perfectly demonstrates the challenge Jokic will have in that series, and that is that. Mark Gasol, Andre Drummond, they're going to be physical with him. And if they set a physical tone, they're going to get away with it. And I just think that Nuggets fans can piss and moan at this or that. But that's that's the challenge Jokic is going to have to face. Either find out how to draw fouls from those or just play through it. And um, in some ways, maybe that was a good sort of last test. You know, it's like, okay, reminder, we might see him in two weeks. That's what's going to happen. You know, we've been talking about this. Like, Jokic is the new Shaq this way. Like, he is so dominant physically in so many ways that the refs just have to allow like yeah. things to happen against him that, that we couldn't possibly go up against any or go on against any other player because otherwise he would just I don't know he would just be unstoppable it's like when you play a football game and then you you're like well they can't call offensive pass interference they can't yeah, call pass interference on every on every play so you exactly. just play super physical to start off with and then it just sets the tone and there's you know like if it's it's it's, it's hilarious to think about like what you know, Steph Curry, uh, what you could do to Steph Curry versus what you could do to Nikola Jokic. Right. Nikola Jokic comes out of every game where he's like literally bleeding. <laughs> People <laughs> like scratch and claw him like a live oak, like we said. Um, and the refs just have to be like, well, you know, was that an actual felony? Because like <laughs> we, we, can, we can only call felonies at this point. My other my other takeaway from the game that is that I just feel like it was a really good one for Michael Porter. Not a good game from him, but a good good game for him to grow from because they got that game was the most I've seen that I can be like that's what the playoffs are going to be like. And he the fact that he bounced back in the second half to me is super meaningful. So um, yeah, it is. Totally. I do feel today it's like all right on to the next one. The Knicks are tough, you know. After Brooklyn, Utah, that the the easy games are not around the corner. They just keep coming. So or the tough games keep coming. So. Um, We'll have to see how Denver responds. Fortunately, as we'll talk about later, it might not matter in the standings. Denver might be kind of locked into a seed right now, but we'll talk about that later. Let's take a break, though, Harrison. On the other side, we'll get into Coach of the Year or Coach of the Month. I keep saying Coach of the Year. Coach of the Month. Well, maybe Coach of the Year, too. Maybe. Maybe. And also, PJ Dozier, we have an update. Yeah, guys, make sure to check out the Mile High City Copper Lager from Breck Brew. You can't miss it in that Nuggets Skyline can. Great beer to sip on during games. Pretty light, not too heavy. Still gets you going. Um, check out the Mile High City Copper Lager from Breck Brew. Pick it up everywhere. Pick it up at the Breck Brew Farmhouse. You've never been down there. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's huge. You can get food there also. You can also pick up some beers. Pick it up at your local liquor store as well the mile high city copper lager from breck brew also if you're maybe uh, if you're listening to this podcast uh, i know a lot of our dnvr listeners are already on gabby uh, but you could probably be saving some money on your car and home insurance gabby customers they save 961 dollars per year on average and they'll never sell your info. So no annoying spam or robocalls or anything like that. What you have to do is go to gabby.com slash DNVR, gabby.com slash DNVR, enter in all your insurance info, your car and home insurance. They'll run your numbers against 40 of the top providers, and they'll tell you where you can save money. And a lot of us at DNVR are saving money. A lot of DNVR listeners are saving money. So check them out. Get a better insurance with Gabby. That's what it stands for. It's totally free to check out. No obligation. Go to Gabby.com slash DNVR. Gabby.com slash DNVR. All right. Back here on the DNVR Nuggets podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. So, Coach Michael Malone, 
the coach of the month. Well-deserved. Uh, excited for him. Where are my drops here? Are they a little applause? A little hell yeah. Okay. Hawk screech. Okay, why not? Um, I'm pretty pumped for Coach Malone. I gotta say, man, what do you think, Harris? I'm pretty, I, I'm pretty excited that he got this recognition. Denver goes 13 and three in April. That's 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 a hell of a coaching job he did. It's a hell of a job, man. Um, I think he's the first Nuggets coach to win it since George won it in 2013. Uh, but absolutely well deserved. And look, there is no coach I'd rather have in the NBA if I've got my team with their back up against the wall. Like there is mm. no coach that I would rather have uh, on my team if I'm undermanned, if I need to be resilient, if I need to be inspired. There's nobody I'd rather have than Michael Malone. Uh, yeah, like would I like Eric Spolster if I was in a game seven of the NBA finals? Yeah, but for the Nuggets current position, there's no one else I'd rather have. And this was a masterful coaching job in April, a, a masterful coaching job because there was a moment after the Jamal Murray injury where – Things could have really spiraled, I thought. Things could have really bottomed out and spirits could have gotten super low. And I'm surprised they didn't. But I think it's a testament to Malone and him really just inspiring his guys and him somehow, somehow just just coming up with some belief, making his guys believe. So uh, super well-deserved. How do you think, Eric? Yeah. Yeah, man. Everybody fucks with Mike. Like, <laughs> there's a reason. Like, it's it's true. I need he to make is, that a drop. I know he's uh, Michael Malone's an army. He's an army sergeant. He's a general. Like, he uh, really has the um, hearts and minds of the players that play under him. I mean, the knock on Michael Malone is always that he's you know the in-game management stuff can be frustrating, and oftentimes he's like slow to adapt and make changes, but. If you're talking about any of the other sides of what it is to be a coach, like he's just as good as it gets. And, um, you know, that's why pairing him with Nikola Jokic makes so much sense because Nikola Jokic is the one that really runs things out there. You know, they're not looking for tons of plays to be called. They're not looking for tons of – and they do. I mean, obviously that's not – they're not devoid of that. But just the fact that you could pair those two personality types, like, you know, if if, if it just makes you – just wonder like what what could this team be if we just didn't have all of these injuries like it just everything was working out perfectly with just the meshing of all of these personalities coming together and michael malone obviously at the, at the center of all of that I'm, I'm just i mean i continue to be so impressed by him i mean i there there are times when you just have to defend him to so many people that just don't <laughs> uh, and it's just a I lot of people over. Just, i honestly think the michael malone slander is like it it, it it's gone for at least a, a long while I, so I everybody, so, Fs, everybody Fs with my comment is like, how do you argue with the player saying, Hey, we all love the dude. Like you can't argue with that. I know, but it's like, it's like, Oh, he's playing Barton too long or whatever. That's like right, that, right. that type of stuff that you're like, yeah, oh, come People on. Man. Gotta, like that stuff happens with every single coach in the league, man. Like, like Eric Spol like Heat fans are probably mad at Eric Spolster for his rotations. Oh, this, is Eric, this is Eric's best theory that every fan base has the same like issues. Like they're playing this totally. guy too many minutes or totally. whatever. They're not playing fast enough or they're playing too fast. Like it's always the Dude, same story. Every yeah, all human beings are the same. Every company is the same. Every fan base is the same. <laughs> human beings all just construct the same structures and then just uh, live inside of them. Yeah. Back off, the Michael. Spi Moore. The spiral spirals of the 
was it Fibonacci sequence? The they Fibonacci sequence. Uh, yeah. They fit. They replicate themselves across everything, both it's genetically true. and mimetically. It's unbelievably true. So back off, Moch, would you? <laughs> <laughs> There's this, you know, Malone's approach because I remember us talking about it the day after. You know, Jamal Murray goes down and the Nuggets go out there and Michael Malone, they win. Michael Malone's all pissy. And we kind of joked about it like, geez, relax. But, you know, I do think that this is like that was his way of setting the tone of, hey, we didn't give up. Like we're not we're not going for moral victories. We're going for victories. And and it reminds me in some ways, you guys, people have listened to me long enough know that Deadwood's one of my favorite shows. Then one of my favorite scenes in television across any show, there's this one scene where um, the newspaper guy gets his like printing press destroyed and, and all this or that and the gangster walks into his office and is asking him why he's not up and running again why ain't you up and running again i'm in despair the physical damage is repairable but the psychic wound may be permanent you ever been beaten merrick once when i thought i had the smallpox doc Cochran slapped me in the face. Stop it, Al. Are you dead? Well, I'm in pain, but no, I'm obviously not dead. But obviously you didn't fucking die when the doc slapped you. No. So, including last night, that's three damage incidents that didn't kill you. Pain or damage don't end the world. Or despair or fucking beatings. The world ends when you're dead. Until then, you got more punishment in store. Stand it like a man and give some back. And I feel like that was the tone Michael Malone was setting was like, yeah, Murray's out. What do you guys want to do? You want to quit? Like, we're not going to quit. So why don't we go out there and try to win? And and whether there were sulking or not, whether this was needed or not, Michael Malone knew there just could be no hesitation, no stopping. And that's why the Nuggets are 13 and three is they just never came up for air to be like, oh, what are we going to do? It's just like, well, let's just keep fighting and you know, maybe they, we'll land on our feet. They don't know how to come up for air. I mean, <laughs> look at some of the guys on this roster. Nikola Jokic, like he plays the same, whether it's game seven of the NBA finals or, or like a regular season game. Yeah. Faku Kimpasa, like, are you kidding, man? Did you know Faku's played in the second most games on the Nuggets this season? It's Nicola then Faku. He's played the <laughs> first right. <laughs> the guy's just an animal. That's awesome. He is. <laughs> the guy goes 120 miles per hour every single play of every single game, doesn't get hurt, and never gets tired. Yeah. It's absolutely unbelievable. But like the guys on this roster, they don't know how to quit. They don't know how to slow yeah. down. Um, you've got guys on this roster like Shaq Harris and Austin Rivers who are fighting for their NBA lives. You think they're going to ease up? Like, no, nah, it's just not in how this team was built. It's not in their DNA. Well, I'll tell you another thing that from the George Carl, I, I know you were there for at least part of it, Eric, but today one of the time. one of the funniest things that came from it was that uh, George Carl loves Fasu. You know, Fasu. He loves, he loves Fasu. Um, but why does he love him? He Just as I said about Michael Malone, he's like, yep. you know, I played a lot like Fasu back in the day. <laughs> that, he really reminds me of how I played. I'm telling you, every coach in the NBA I was gonna say, is every Fasu. Coach- Every coach except Doc Rivers was Faku. That's like you know, <laughs> and Scott Brooks. <laughs> no, Scott Brooks had I mean, come on, definitely, dude. Big Faku vibes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Scott Brooks was the definition of Faku. That's exactly who he was. I'm and kidding. It's so it's so hilarious, man. Um, 
so congrats to Michael Malone. I, I'm happy for him. I think it's the coolest thing um, that he got this honor, and you know, it made me feel good when I when I saw that. Um, PJ, another George Callism. PJ Dozier or Dozier. Um, PJ Dozier. <laughs> we got an update today, guys. It's an adductor. Oh. It's an adductor. I could have guessed. Like if you just ne- next year's uh, tarot card reading with Ariana, it's just going to be the the adductor card every time. We're like, wow, the four we'll of adductors. Well, <laughs> wow. No, what we'll do is just be like, all right. Uh, Let's turn a card for Jamal Murray's abductor. <laughs> so like, it's the tower. Damn, the, it's the cur- tower the again. Abductor. <laughs> Not him as the player. The, specifically the abductor. The upside down. I can't even remember the <laughs> names of them. Damn but, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, the you know, sprain of pentacles. It's funny. <laughs> the sprain of pentacles. It, it, it's funny because, you know, we heard initially like the team, they avoided disaster or whatever. And tomorrow, by the way, as a little tease, the pregame show, if you're not watching the pregame show, you're missing out tomorrow. Dr. Balaji joins the show. We're going to have an actual surgeon to come and oh. talk about all of you with like real great detail. So I can't wait to ask him. We'll have a lot more insight on him, but it we sounds like play that game operation. Do we have, does have that? <laughs> should we make him put on the doctor? I do have coat? it. Like you have to pretend to be a doctor here. <laughs> oh, we're definitely doing this. Um, <laughs> so dumb, but uh, I, I'm curious because it, it sounds like this is one that'll probably keep him out for the rest of the regular season. And maybe he comes back in the playoffs. Um, yeah. What, what, Harrison, what, what do we make of this this injury? Oh, the fact man. that it is – I know a lot of people hit us up today and is like, is it the training staff? I mean, guys, I don't know. Like correlation and causation, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. We just don't know. But um, what, what was your response, Harrison? I mean, not surprised. I was a little, a little surprised when they said like, oh, he's questionable to return last night. It didn't seem like that was going to be the case at all when he went down and limped off. But um, I did a quick like Twitter search just at Harrison Wind. All the tweets I've tweeted about an adductor, and it just like goes on and on and on. Like there there are a hundred tweets that I've tweeted out about an adductor with, with the Nuggets <laughs> in the past. We know all about the adductor. Uh, we know it can take some time to heal. Gary Harris, I think, missed seven games with an adductor. This was before the trade deadline, obviously then came back for that game, re-injured it, and then was out like another 10-plus games. But seven games initially, and then he came back. So I would say around that at a minimum. I know everybody's different. Everything can heal, but that's about what I would ballpark it at. It's a huge loss. It's massive. P.J. Dozier led the Nuggets in plus-minus in April. Yeah. Not Nicole Jokic, not Michael Porter Jr. P.J. Dozier led the Nuggets in plus-minus in April. (laughs) He was huge after Jamal Murray went down. Um. Massive loss. Dude, the plus minus king. I can't. I don't know, man. Like this has been something that's been circulating around the the Nuggets Nation for many years. The questioning whether or not the fact that we see these injuries crop up over and over, if there is some sort of, <laughs> if something you can draw back and you can start to look at like the way that they are training their their right. athletes or the. Um, you know, you know how you know one reason why people question this though is because the Nuggets are cheap in certain areas. It's yeah. like not like they have the greatest training facility. So it makes you wonder, well, do they have the greatest like totally. are they paying it? You watch the Houston Rockets in the Mori era, and they would come in, you know, to the hallway to do all their stretches or whatever, but they had like machines and they were like, totally. All right, you're gonna get you're gonna do your stretches and we're gonna your biomechanics, we're gonna test them to make sure you're not showing it up hidden weakness or whatever. And then you see the Nuggets, and it's like their gym is smaller than like uh one at a holiday in and you're just like oh my god this is your 
training facility. So right, there are dude. reasons to be skeptical of it. Dude, you remember uh, the second use of Nurkic shut up in Portland? They were like, oh, oh, they were like, what the hell? Like one, one of his legs is bigger than the other one. Like well, Terry really said, I don't, I don't know, man. He's had like four injuries. That's true. That's, true. That's, that's, true. that's, that's actually that's a, that is a, a really good counterpoint. counterpoint. <laughs> but here's one thing that Terry Stott said that I will never forget. And he said, that would have never happened if he, here. So we just got to get him right by our standards or whatever. And I just remember being like, oh, oof. That's tough. Yeah. It's, I well, Terry Stotts might be out of a job after this year. But so. this, this, is, this, is not something, this is not something new. This is not something new. And it goes on and on. And I don't know. Like, uh, like maybe, maybe every team is the same in this way, and we just don't notice it. But it really does seem like core – uh, injuries are a an unending plague in the world of Nuggets land. Yeah, everything from the waist to the knee, just that area. Not yeah, good. yeah, that's a rough one. Um, Hamstrings, quads. Are you? Is there a player you're excited to see more? I mean, we're going to see a lot of Shaq Harrison. We're going to see a lot of Austin Rivers. We're going to see a, a lot of Faku. Um. <laughs> I I just like watching Shaq Harrison. Um, Me too. He's he's probably at maybe the limit of like what good basketball that he can provide Denver in the minutes that he's getting. Like you don't want to be playing Shaq Harrison over thirty minutes a game, and on some nights he's really approaching that limit. He's going um, to play thirty minutes tomorrow yeah. night if it's competitive. Like who else is going to play? I mean, he'll play yeah. twenty five at least. But I, I just wa- like watching Shaq Harrison. He's um <laughs> like Faku. He doesn't slow down. He's he's sprinting everywhere. He is just an absolute bulldog on defense. No fear. I like watching him. Is there so he loves Shaq Harrison, and we know why. He's a Harris, that fellow Harrison. I know, right? There, right. <laughs> is that, were you like a big Eric Piatowski guy back in the day, uh, Eric? Uh, yeah, I mean, who wasn't? Who, who amongst the Eric's was not a big Eric Piatowski? Guy? I will say, I was, I was an Eric Montrose man more, more than Eric. <laughs> Eric Piatowski. The, the thing I liked about him was on video games, Kobe Bryant's courtside '97 or '98, whatever it was. I used to play back in the day on the old uh, Super Nintendo. <laughs> Thing. That that was uh Eric Piatowski was like the guy you would stick in the corner and he'd just make it every time. So <laughs> yeah. it was the fourth time, some would say. Time. It was, you know, some... I, I have Adam Morrison. I don't think there's another I, he might be the best Adam really Adam the Morrison. There's not yeah, any other Adams. I'm gonna look I'm on basketball reference. Oh, I'm Alvin Adams, Micah Adams, Steven Adams. So I could do some of those, but if you go first, no, name, you need yeah. a first name. Yeah, I'm telling you the best. Uh, oof, uh, man, the, the best one: Michael Adams, Stephen Adams, Alvin Adams. It's rough. It's rough out there. It is hard out there for the. Adams. Well, there's only uh, been one Harrison, I think. First name. That's my guy, Harry Barnes. Harrison Barnes. <laughs> my guy. Anyway, you know, Eric, are you excited well, to see Austin Rivers? Well, I was gonna say, like, am I excited? Like, I'm. I'm. I will say that I'm hopeful that we can start to see a little bit of what I know Austin rivers can be um, just with the actual basket making, which we've not seen that at all. Um, So I'm hoping that, you know, now that uh, the reality of his situation is creeping into where he's not fighting for his life and maybe he's um, feeling a little bit more comfortable that maybe he'll start to get in a rhythm and he'll start to make shots. I hate that we have to rely on that, but like, you know, this is where we are. It's crazy that 
PJ Dozier was like the third, fourth guy down that we're like, all right, well, we lost this guy. So, right. all right, well, Barton's down. So, you know, PJ is going to step up. This is a big time for PJ. Um, and the, he's the, the co- yeah. he has the comedy of, of what we've gone through in the past month is just, I mean, it's staggering. Yeah. It's staggering. I can't believe in there's hope apparently that maybe some of these players will be back by the playoffs. But it, at that point, it's like, Dude, I don't even know how you work them in in time. I, I don't so know what – it's it's crazy. But, you know, through Jokic, all things are possible. So I'm excited I'm excited to see um, Austin Rivers. Like, I know that we've seen him already, but he hasn't been making shots. And I wonder Not if there's, all. like, a level of, like, even less pressure now because it's like – Look, man, I mean, we don't expect anyone to make shots right now. Like, we're, nobody, we're not counting on Shaq Harrison or Faku to give us 20, and maybe he goes out there and just lets it fly. And I, I've, I've got to say, man, it's weird, but I really enjoyed the Austin Rivers redemption tour in Denver. And this really? gives him a. I really have, even though he has I like the idea shot. of it, but it hasn't been fun to watch. It has been fun to watch for me, though. Like, like I said, man, Ooh. I think he has played good basketball other than making shots, but I feel like he's <laughs> doing the right things, you know? And yeah. that's. To me, that's – I know it's silly, but Denver has won games, and sometimes guys make shots and do the wrong thing, and you and you lose. And sometimes guys do the right thing and don't make shots, and you could still win. And I, and I just – I hope it would be a great story for me if Austin Rivers was the guy that kept the Nuggets afloat here for the next three games or whatever it is until what everybody is gets back. What, what is, is this? this? <laughs> is there a chance – is there a chance that the Nuggets cut somebody and just to sign another guard – that they would feel more comfortable throwing out there. I'm not going to lie. I expected that today because we know that with COVID, there's the protocol. You add a guy and then they've got to come in and test and isolate and all these different things. And part of me, I thought if they were going to do it, they would have gotten on the, that night. They would have been like, hey, Marcus, you're not going home with us. You're going to stay here in L.A. And, uh, uh, and I just wondered if they were going to do that. So the fact that they haven't yet, maybe they're just going to ride this wave out. But um I really don't know. I do also hope that, you know, maybe Bull Bull gets a stab. Maybe maybe they play really big and Zeke Naji gets on the court. I, Vlad, I I love Vladko. I think he does a lot of good things, but I, I'd i rather see those other two before him. But sure. um, Well, you know. yeah, that's a thought. What if you just go super big and you push Michael Porter up to the two? Yeah, that's a bummer. But, I mean, yeah, why not? Why, I mean, just what else are you going to do? Got. I mean, yeah. You might break basketball for a game or two. And also, when you do that, it's like the game last year in the playoffs with Mason Plumley at the shooting guard or whatever. It's like we're everyone's kind of like, well, this is ridiculous. Win or lose, who cares? This will be fun. This will be. <laughs> yeah. And maybe you do that against uh, the Knicks. Maybe not Utah, but, you know, Brooklyn and New York, yeah, mess around. Those games don't matter that much. Mess around. Have some fun. Let's take a break. On the other side, we're going to wrap up by looking at the, the around the NBA shorter segment, but we'll just kind of look around the NBA tonight and what that means and set you up for where all the standings have changed and, and where they're headed. Yeah, guys, right now, DNVR listeners at manscaped.com. You guys can get 20% off your Manscaped products plus free shipping. Uh, that plus free shipping. You get 20% off with the code DNVR at manscaped.com plus free shipping. You can check out that perfect package. Uh, within that perfect package, I'll check out that perfect package. The, uh, Manscaped crop preserver, order, making sure your balls are smelling majestic. Eric's uh, shaking his head in disappointment. Before your night out, maybe at a Nuggets game, I don't know. Uh, you also find that uh, crop reviver, uh, the ball toner. Uh, so everything you need inside that perfect package, get it from Manscaped. Uh, get it for 20% off plus free shipping with the code DNVR. Again, uh, use the code DNVR 
at manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping. Also, we've got uh, more boxing this weekend on DraftKings. Uh, this Canelo. Weekend, Canelo, is that who it is? I believe so. Yeah, it That's the time for Cinco de Mayo. That's right, baby. Yeah, well, that's a made, it's a great May the 4th fight. It's a great May yeah. the 4th matchup. <laughs> yeah, make sure to head over to DraftKings for all your betting this weekend. If you're getting in that uh, Canelo fight, whatever uh, other sporting events you want to lay some money down on. DraftKings is offering all new users a shot at turning $1 into $55. Uh, Again, to celebrate this weekend's huge event, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering new users the opportunity to get 55 to 1 odds on either main event fighter to win this weekend's fight. So bet $1, and if the fighter of your choice wins, you cash $55. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can bet $1 to win $55 on this weekend's main fight. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook. They're going all out for new users by offering them a chance to win $55 when placing a bet of $1 on this weekend's big fight. Must be 21 or, or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522 Finally, I uh, got a new partner to talk about. Really excited about these guys. Solace Meds. Solace Meds. Uh, one of the premier dispensaries. They're located right here in Denver. Four convenient Colorado locations, including one on East Colfax, just blocks from the DNVR bar. Uh, again, East Colfax, just blocks from the DNVR bar. Stop in there if you're in the area. Uh, Solace Meds. They've got some awesome deals. Adam, they've got a Cinco de Mayo deal. Oh, <laughs> They're celebrating Cinco de Mayo. Let's, let's go. Yeah. Uh, buy three, get one free on the entire store, plus an additional 20% off when using the code DNVR20 at checkout. So remember to use that code uh, DNVR20 to get 20% off at checkout at Solace Meds. They got tons of other deals as well on like everything in that store, I think. So. Uh, if you're stopping in or you can order online, solacemeds.com. Use the code DNVR20 to save 20% off at checkout. Yeah. Solace Meds, like one of these places that uh, named themselves when you had to still be off for medicinal purposes. But you can just get regular old weed with no medicinal purposes of any kind. <laughs> like all, you buy it just to get high. <laughs> It's always so funny to me. Maybe we won't go. (laughs) I was going to go off on a tangent. I thought better of it. Um, Bouncing around the association here. The Suns tonight picked up a win over the Cavaliers. Shocker, I know. 134-118. Isn't it wild, these scores, when you look around? You think about the Nuggets just played a game in which it was 89-93. to And then you look also on that same night, team scored 154. Very different league we have going on right now. Um, Out West, the Mavericks beat the Heat. an important one for standing purposes because we really are rooting for the Mavs to move up. I, I just think there's a better chance of Denver being the four and Mavericks being the five than there is of like the the three six is just going to be such a mystery up right up to the end. Um, Warriors Pelicans, the Warriors drop. This one bugs me because I was really hoping for the Warriors to get into that plan and play the Lakers in the first. And they had such they, it was all the entire table was set up for this. All that they had to do was beat a team that's already eliminated, and the Warriors can't do it. Warriors are so disappointing. They only beat the Nuggets. I know. What the hell? The Kings and the Warriors. Who are you? 
who are you guys? This is California in general. Just horrible, <laughs> horrible state. Just oh, God forsaken state. Um, and then the Clippers tonight pick up the win. They were down for the first half. I thought that it was going to happen. I thought they were going to drop it, but they end up winning by five against the Raptors. Um, and of course, that that moves them a half game ahead of, of the Nuggets now. So they are back in the three seed. Nuggets back down to the four seed. But as you look at this, guys, and I'll ask you first, Harrison, the Lakers don't have LeBron for at least two more games and maybe longer than that. I don't think they're going to win a lot of games. I think the Lakers are not the five seed. I, If I was a betting man, I would bet – I am a betting, a betting man. I don't, I don't think I can we bet all on are betting men. Can I bet on them to not be the fifth seed? Because I, <laughs> I would put a lot of money on them not to be the fifth seed. I think they're going to fall to the sixth. Maybe this – I think there's a more better chance of them being the seventh seed than there is the fifth seed. Do you think I'm delusional? They don't. That wasn't an impressive Lakers win last night. No, not at all. You're not delusional. I'm with you too because they've got the Clippers coming up without LeBron. That's probably a loss. They're so at, when you say coming up, it's tomorrow. Yeah. And here's what I wonder: the Clippers play a back to back. The Clippers are looking at the standings. I think the Clippers might throw this one. I'm very curious to see how the Clippers approach this game. You don't think the Clippers want to send the Lakers to the playing game? Maybe, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyway, they go to L or they're already in LA. They, they play the Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> they're at the Clippers. Uh, then they're on a back to back. I don't think LeBron's playing in this one either at Portland. Then they're home versus Phoenix, home versus New York. Then they finish up with some cake, uh, Houston, Indiana, New Orleans. But I'm with you. I think they're going to keep dropping. I bet they probably finish at the seven um, and with Denver, I think Denver is going to be the four because when you look at the Clippers schedule, uh, it's also really easy down the stretch Lakers, Knicks, Raptors, and then the Hornets rockets thunder to finish it up. So yeah, I think the Lakers are going to keep, uh, keep dropping. Eric, is this wishful thinking to think that, you know, when you play at the end of the season, you play the, like um, the tanking teams, like it's just, you count that as a win, but don't you feel like, a lot of organizations hate the Lakers. And as you talk about that schedule, it gets caked down the stretch, New Orleans, Indiana, Houston. Don't you think that Houston might be like, you know what, guys? No, we're not trying to lose tonight. We're going all out. Let's <laughs> let's send the damn Lakers into the play. And I just feel like even tanking teams no, get a little no pressure out of that. No chance. No chance. Really? No, once you, once you flip cares. that tank, once you flip the tank switch, like <laughs> you know what that's like, where like everybody in that organization, every fan of that team, that like none of those people have watched the Houston Rockets play for the last month and a half. Like all they're doing is playing the ESPN lottery machine to see like who they can possibly <laughs> get. Like they don't care about the Lakers. Like they're not they're not engaged with this season. No, those are all right. Those are gifts. I, I will sorry. give you. I will give you Houston, and I will even give you Indiana. No connection, but New Orleans, the last game of the season. You don't think there's a little <laughs> Brandon Egram, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart are like, wait a second. Yeah. If we win tonight, the Lakers have to go to the play-in. I feel like they might play that game. It's Ooh. entirely possible. It's that entirely possible. Entirely Especially possible. if Lonzo keeps playing like this. He had the game winner tonight, didn't he? A little mid mid range step back, yeah. He had a little a little bucket. Um, I'm root. I'm all I'm saying is I'm rooting for it, man. I'm rooting so hard for it because the Nuggets need it. They need it to happen. But even if it doesn't, L. A. Portland, Phoenix, New York. That's four games. I'm rooting for a four game losing streak from the Lakers. I don't. Without LeBron, I just think it's a little more possible. So buck it's, up, Nuggets fans. I think the, <laughs> probably going to be up to Anthony Davis, like 
how far the Lakers fall because of his first course. couple games back, he just couldn't really give a shit and then turned it on for the we're back game against Denver. Like how he played against Denver, that's not how Anthony Davis had played in his first couple games back. So if but he's I'm playing like you, he that, didn't, he didn't play to me. I didn't think he was back, like, but he had a good game, but I didn't think he had an I'm back game. He's had a good no. game. We'll yeah. see if he plays good again. But if he keeps trending in this direction, maybe the Lakers don't fall. But if he kind of goes into, I'm going to just save everything to, for the playoffs. Maybe they fall. They're falling, baby. So buck up, Nuggets fans. <laughs> Nuggets might be stuck in the four seed, but fear not. I think the Lakers are going to end up going to the six. And also, like this is a this is the roughest stretch of the season for the Nuggets that we're just in the middle of right now. We took up. Yes, I remember when this schedule came out, and I was like, this. "Wait, they play the Lakers, the Clippers, the Knicks, the Nets, Jazz. and Jazz in five games, May first through fifth. Holy shit! This was back so in gross, December." Man. When the schedule yeah. came out, I just want them to beat the Jazz. Like, I mean, I don't care about those other two games. If they beat the Jazz, I'll feel like, all right, I'm ready for the play. They beat the Clippers. They beat the Jazz. All right, let's go. Let's get in it. <sighs> I, I don't know. I know. I, I I agree. I totally agree. I totally agree. I just feel like this is we're gonna we're like heading into like a super bummer week, uh, going into the playoffs, <laughs> and like we're gonna have to like lift our spirits like you know we, we just lost all of our goddamn players like it's just like a a confluence of events that just it, the, the world is conspiring against us like i don't think that it says that we can't do anything in the playoffs but i just i would prepare yourselves for an emotion like emotionally barricade yourself this week so so what if donovan mitchell comes back for this jazz game and the nuggets just win that would be like oh i'm telling you it's it's on the table that's the best scenario and then you're just like fully in their heads and it's like well the nuggets were struggling but they got the jazz because they always get the jazz that's i almost hope the nuggets lose the next two just to beat the jazz so the jazz (laughs) feel extra bad about losing to the nuggets it's my new hope Let's fire it up. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us uh, today. We're going to be back, obviously, in the pregame show. You're not going to want to miss it. Dr. Balaji, he's going to be in studio with us, breaking down all of the Nuggets injuries to Jamal Murray. He's going to talk about the recovery from ACL surgery. What does that timetable look like? He's going to talk about the adductors that have come. He's going to talk about uh, Will Barton, every, every player that's out. We're going to go through all of it. So you won't want to miss that. We'll see everybody tomorrow. Now, before we get out of here, check out the Colorado XOs, the five and two Colorado XOs. And if you're not familiar with the Colorado XOs, it's a rugby team that's pretty much comprised of a bunch of different athletes, elite athletes from all different sports, football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, soccer, track and field. They, uh, they've been turned into rugby players on the Colorado XOs and they're playing at Infinity Park. Uh they're playing right now they're five and two it's a lot of fun to get out there and watch and pretty much uh the rugby usa national team is being infused with this talent um so check them out they're five and two uh a lot of fun to watch the cardo excess